60 minutes. The show's on for 60 minutes, and they do it all in. But the highlights are fine. It's a big difference. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a big difference. An hour, a minute, you know. Yeah, but then you break it down. It's only probably about 45 minutes with commercials, and then they break down all the games in there. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> all right. Shop Talk is back. Uh, week nine in the books, which is wild. I always try to remind myself, like at week like two or three or even like one, that to soak it in a little bit because football season, college football season is you blink and it'll be over. That's one thing that sucks about it. It's just too short. But anyway, we're in week nine. Oh, man. Tennessee, it seems like the repetitive a repetitive theme. Tennessee wins a big game, happens another big game coming up. Um, gets the win over Kentucky. I mean, every time I think, I don't know about y'all, but we kind of thought 44 to 6 wasn't something that a lot of people, at least I didn't think it was happening. Now, granted, I thought Tennessee would have their way with them, but 44 to 6 was a, it was a drumming. And honestly, yeah, my, Kentucky may have held on for a couple minutes at first, but it was it was just a beatdown. And there's no, you know, I don't think there's many teams that are able to play with Tennessee right now. Obviously, so. no, it, it, I don't I don't think um, Kentucky is really designed to play the type of game you got to play to to beat Mm-mm. Tennessee. I don't know how many teams are. We might find one this week, but I mean, I think Will Levis pretty much lost millions of dollars in that game. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Sometimes, so yeah, I I think that, but then I'm like, the closer, the NFL is infatuated with drafting quarterbacks high, and the closer they get to the draft, the more people will forget that stuff. I'm not saying it'll go number one. I saw something that after the game, it still said he's number three overall. I still think, I I swear, I I think they're just so hell-bent on taking quarterbacks so high and when they get him in the draft or they do his pro day and he's flicking them all over the field, they'll forget about games like this. But I do agree that he ain't great when he's not playing, you know, FBS schools right. yeah. or, uh, you know, if when he's playing SEC schools or just any well, school the with thing a pulse. is, though, like, I don't know that, I mean, they're, they're really built to, to grind, to run the ball. Now, granted, he still needs to make, you know, make throws when, when they need them. But – I mean, he doesn't really have the greatest receiving core to help him out either. Right. I don't know. You know, I'm he's not- got some promising young guys, but yeah, you're right. There's there's nobody there that's like this safety blanket of being open almost every snap. Like know? last year, they had Wondell Robinson. I mean, uh, they they don't have anybody like that anymore. So, no. No. I and mean, they, when you if you're Kentucky and you play a team like Tennessee, like we've talked about before, they like to sprint. You don't, you know, you can't do that, so you shouldn't try to do that. But what is really important when you have the ball, you have to end the driving points. Like mm-hmm. you can't, you can't keep the ball for eight minutes and not score. Like because you have to be efficient with your scoring and your possessions. And they just, they just couldn't. And I think Tennessee's defense is kind of improving. His stat line for this game, did y'all see it? It's a doo doo. 16 for 27, 98 yards and three picks, no touchdowns. Yikes! That, that ain't going away. No. Versus versus, let's be honest, a defense a that defense was, that has put has let some quarterbacks have some four hundred four hundred plus yards. Yeah. To uh, to both Bryce and uh, Richardson. Richardson. That what you just said has been in my been on my mind for a long time. I don't think Levis is that type of guy that can play a game. With that, that UT, the type of game that UT is going to play, and I don't think Stetson Bennett can either. Me personally, I, now they may run it down our throat and they may beat us, but I, I think you've got to have a dude like Richardson or um, Bryce. Bryce Young that's going to be able to make plays, gunslinging it, and they're going to have to get out and make plays on their own too. Yeah, I just I don't know where. Well, we'll we'll get to Georgia because yeah, we'll I'm thinking about that too. I don't I don't know where I land on it, but uh, I don't either. Anyway, it was on the big, other side of the ball, down. Hooker nineteen for twenty five, two forty five, and three. That's a that's efficient if you like efficiency, if you like you know almost perfect stat lines. And then still had a between the two two running backs had a well, small seventy eight yards, right seventy three yards, Hooker twenty three yards. I mean, 
I think Tennessee's running game is underappreciated. Or under because like when you think about him, you think of Hyatt Hooker. But dude, the Small. what the yeah. thing the like the grease in the bearings that let that lets that offense do what it wants to do is being able to run the ball at a high clip on first down a lot, like to just be very efficient on the ground. Even Kirk Kirk Herbstreit said that, which is probably where I'm getting it. I'm not that smart, but yeah, I just like to repeat what smart people say. It, I mean, it and it it's been all year long. I don't know why it keeps surprising me every time they win a game like this. And I think I think well, where where's the letdown? And maybe it's coming up, but it's well, because like they've you're been so consistent. Yeah, and we're so scarred. Dude, you're a the, Tennessee fan. Yeah. Like, I mean, you've yeah, exactly. Like, if if you were, I I, I think. That's the reasonable approach to have after having. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm not saying anything. Florida's last decade's been sucky too, but like, and I would say the same thing. Like, how, I, it's this this in the back of my head, you know. Even when things are good, okay, how how long can they be this good? It's natural hesitancy, but I don't know, man. It's it, I'm starting I, to think over the course of the season, it's gone from. Hey, right in my mind, you know, it's gone from, hey, maybe we can upset Florida or, you know, get the Florida win and then see what, you know, maybe we can give if it a shot at the East. And then now all of a sudden we're in order this far into the season. And like you had said earlier in the year, your expectations do change. And now it's almost like, like you had mentioned before, we do have this lightning in a bottle. And if they don't win it right here, we may not see this type of team again. We haven't seen it since 98. So it could be like that again. We really do need to take advantage of it. That's true. But I've thought about that a little bit. I also think there's an argu- argument to be made just playing devil's advocate on both sides. Like, I don't want it to seem like, oh, Tennessee better win this year because they're never going to win. Like, they're also set up. There's a, you can make a really good argument that they're, that they're ahead of schedule yeah. already. And so, like, this is, in a, in a way, this could still be kind of house money. And, like, the, I have every expectation in a lot of ways to see them, uh, their coach ain't going nowhere. You know, the staff ain't going nowhere. Their system ain't going anywhere. So, like, I, you know, I, yes, I can see both sides of that. You do want, when, when the ball rolls your way with things like the Alabama game and the Pittsburgh, whatever, yeah. you want to be able to, like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah capitalize on this season. But I don't think it's like, well, you better win this season because they're going to suck next season. I think that they'll still be really good yeah, next season. I just think like, like for instance, our baseball season this year, the way it went, we were so we had that was, we yeah. had got to a point where we expected you expected to win, you expected to win, and then all of a sudden there's nowhere to go but down, and that's it's almost like those expectations for Tennessee now. I mean, it is we're ranked number two in the nation, and we're playing number one. Yeah, like, this is our shot to win yeah. a national championship right here this week. Yeah, I mean, really. I, to at, at least get there, to least, have an opportunity to get there, because you really got to. I mean, at the end of the day, you got to make the playoffs. And there's only four teams that make the playoffs. You know, if you don't win this game, could you get in? Yeah, but you don't control your own destiny at right. that point. So, it's the biggest game in program history since I would say '98 it has to be right. 2001 had some big games. 2001, mm-hmm. they were a game away from yeah, the, the, yeah, they, the were, they lost in the SEC game. championship. So probably to, since then, to LSU, since then. and it was a close game, I believe. It was a close game. It may have been a blowout. It was either a close game or a blowout. Yeah, one of the two. We lost, <laughs> but I mean that's just kind of where the season's taken us as far yeah. as fans is. We're scared to be, we're we're scared to be confident in a way. Because it's almost been such a surprise, a good surprise to us that it's kind of like, well, let's just ride this thing out. It's that but, scar tissue, boy. Yeah. But at what point do you <laughs> it just builds say, and hey, builds this, and this builds? It's not a fluke anymore. It's time, yeah. it's time for us to. Oh, just check Twitter. Yeah. Twitter ain't got no scar tissue. Yeah. yeah. They don't, dude, they don't even know they've not been good for 15 years. <laughs> they think they they've been watching. Alabama yeah. for 15 years. They're like, of course we're going to beat George about yeah. 40. It's kind of a fun place to. Dip your toe in and be like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. This is not a healthy place to be. It's like an insane asylum. Yeah. Um, on the flip side, you know, Kentucky, they are what they are. I don't, you know, I've, there's nothing. I've never been happier to watch a team just burn just, to the ground. I just think, no, it's not that. It's like, I just don't, uh, you know, I, I kind of get a little, I'm a little hesitant of teams that build their reputation over the past couple of years on beating Florida earlier in this season. And it's been a down Florida team except for, you know, one or two years in the past handful of years. Mm-hmm. So I just don't 
place a whole lot of stock because they like they beat Florida early and they're like, oh, look at Kentucky, look in Kentucky, and we're like, oh yeah, Florida ends up four and seven. So what good was a what you know what good was a, a Florida win anyway? Not to make it about Florida, I just you know I, I've I've always been a little bit show me the Kentucky. Show me the things that Kentucky's been doing consistently over the past couple of years outside of Florida wins, you know? Yeah. Played played Tennessee close last year. Okay, that's great. Um, never beat Georgia. I yeah, off the top of my head, I've not yeah, I don't want to. That's really their only opportunities for win, for yeah. good wins is Florida, Georgia, and Tennessee. Unless and they, depending on who they play from the West. And they've but they've not had a tough West schedule. But yeah. I don't want it to seem like I'm jumping on Kentucky. Like I you know they're not they're not bad they're not elite so they just kind of are what they are. Um, I think they thought they were elite, or at least their fan base. And yeah, they've got. I mean, and then uh, now we're talking about basketball season again. Yeah, so, not that they want any of that. I sauce. still think Kentucky's got a good defense. They're just not built to. I mean, they hadn't. When I looked at their schedule leading up to this game, they haven't scored a lot of points, but they just hadn't given up many points. Yeah. Most of their games were like twenty four seventeen or you know something in that ballpark. So they've got a solid defense. Is just you know, I mean, we just score a lot of points, and they're not built to score a lot of points. I mean, so they got behind, and then yeah. you know they ended up. You know, they drove the that, that that. I mean, there was a in the second quarter. They were driving to cut it to a one possession game when we got that interception, mm-hmm. which was just a unbelievable hit at the exact right time. Yeah. Slaughter mm-hmm. nailed that guy in the chest. But if they had scored a touchdown on that play, I feel like it's it's a different ball game because then it's a one possession game. Now, granted, we would have got the ball back with about two minutes left uh, before the half. But I mean, that was a big swing right there, and yeah. they just never recovered. To your point, the longer you can keep Tennessee from running off and leaving you, the better your chances get. Because you get later in the game, people yeah. get a little tired, whatever. But if they leave you at the first, guess what? You just need to wave by because you they ain't going to slow down. I will say, that, and I was in there Saturday for the game, and it, it they had the flyover um, right, you know, right before the National yeah, yeah, yeah. Anthem, and it was yeah. the two F-35 jets or whatever they were. Yeah. And it was almost like as soon as those things flew over that it it just set a tone. Yeah. For the like the crowd and everything else and it was it was rocking. But it I mean that was just it just seemed like they they were never in it even though they were in it right there like you said it just seemed yeah. like Tennessee was going to have their way with them all that yeah. long as yeah. they did but I don't know it just they're they're it, I don't know how you stop Tennessee but you better do it early. And you, I think it's one of those games like you, college football is weird. Young kids are weird. Like sometimes you just got to, I don't know, yeah. get lucky. Yeah. Like th- they have a bad game. And sometimes it's not necessarily directly related to something you're doing. It's just that, you know, if I go shoot 50 free throws, there's going to be some I just miss randomly. And you just got to hope that like random happenstance happens, you know, in your game against against Tennessee and like they're just off for some other reason because I don't know that there's a real a blueprint where it, 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 I'll be able to say that more with more confidence after this game because after this game that will have played Alabama and Georgia and if Al, if fun, somehow Georgia was to slow down that offense I would think okay maybe there's something that could be done but if they put 40 versus Georgia that's the two best teams in the country you put up major points against like they're scoring on anybody yeah. but we'll get to that in a second um that's, Florida Go ahead, we'll go get ahead. to that. We'll, we'll get to that, but that is a big question that I would have for you is to like as a muff or either one of you guys, where do you think their defense stands with Alabama? Which we can discuss that. Tennessee's defense? No, uh, Georgia, Georgia and Alabama. Like where do you I, – I, I feel like Georgia lost so many people last year to the draft that – you know, but I know they have just stocked up with five stars, but – Yeah. I just wonder how they kind of – how you would compare those two. I've heard I've heard some people kind of be on both sides of that. Some people would say that some people I've you know kind of I guess read from would say Georgia secondary is a better performing currently a better performing secondary than Alabama's and they won't make the same mistakes. Fair. Um maybe, maybe, I don't know. Some people would say, you know, I th- I, I think one place where they're both elite at is their game planning 
and defensive preparation. Like those are two defensive geniuses. So I don't think either of them gets the nod there. What I mean is if, if a Tennessee's offense does that against, you know, a team that's got a lot of talent defensively, but then doesn't have like a Nick Saban yeah. telling them what to do. Like that's a little different story, but Kurt, uh, Kirby and Saban are both elite at yeah. both aspects of defensive game plan, preparation, in-game adjustments, things like that. I don't know. I don't know how to answer that question. That's I'm not smart hard enough. is because I'm looking at Georgia's schedule and like they haven't really played people with great offense. Right. Yeah. So it's hard to know, you know, I mean they played Oregon in the first game, first game of the season. I mean, blew them out 49 to 3. And Oregon's turned out to have a pretty really decent good offense. Yeah, a really know? good team, pretty decent offense, yeah. Um and so, I mean, I you know, but that was game 1 with a new quarterback, you know. Look, but outside of that, the most points they've given up all season is to Kent State and Missouri, 22 points apiece. That's great. To those two Kent teams. Kent State scored more against Georgia. Florida than we scored did. 20. Um, but, okay, so. I mean, they gave up 10 to Auburn, 7 to South Carolina, 0 to Samford, 3 to Oregon, and then, yeah, 22 At least they scored 22. More, so, more than Oregon scored. 20, 0 to Vandy. So, I mean, but they, you know. They Ask had, me that they question. Haven't had to play an out. They haven't had to play an Alabama or a Tennessee offense, or you exactly. know, really. Yeah. Ask know, me that question next week. At after <laughs> after us, they only play Mississippi State, Kentucky, and Georgia Tech. They're going to hold those offenses. Golly, to, I don't think anybody's going to score. Well, know. Mississippi State maybe. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I don't know. I think that's the beauty of this upcoming game is we'll we'll kind of see a little bit more. We'll be able to tell a little bit more about Alabama, even in a way. Um. But more specifically, Georgia, and then. And then, I don't know, tennis. I mean, you know, that's the thing with college football. I don't want to make, like, crazy assumptions just after each game, right? So if Tennessee has a bad game, be like, well, you know, the offense wasn't as good as we thought. No, yeah, it is. Like, they are clearly elite. I don't want to – I think in college football too often we just go game by game. And after every game, we just – whatever that whatever happened to that game, we write the narrative for the rest of the season from what happened to that game. I'm like, well – Probably not the most logical way to go about this, but Tennessee put up massive amount of points versus the greatest defensive mind in college football history, in my opinion, and a, and a team full of five stars. So even if they don't have a good offensive game this Saturday, I still think their offense is like generationally good. So um, Florida, Georgia. <clears throat> so I was trying to think about this because, you know, when I think about, especially Florida this year, like, dude, all I can do is cheer. That's all I'm a, I'm just a fan. Like I don't I'm not a criticism guy. I'm not a fire this guy or here's the problem or definitely not a play calling guy. I just cheer. With a first year head coach, there are some things you probably look for that would be alarming or like disappointing to see. And I I was happy in this game that when they were down twenty eight three at halftime, they didn't quit. You know, like there's there's you have every reason to kind of pack it in at twenty eight to three and start thinking you know, injury stuff, just cruise control, whatever. So I guess the the good thing to take out of this game, getting, you know, beat 42 to 20, is that they didn't quit. You know, they could have. There was things that happened in the third quarter that we we, outsc- we, we scored 17 unanswered. I was going to say, not only did they not quit, they cut it to a one-possession game. Mm-hmm. And then, it, you know, yeah. before they, you know, Georgia scored two more times. But... I, I mean, think twenty to twenty eight. Watching the first, so I went and back got the and ball. watched it. And yeah. got the ball. Like, you know, so I think they had the ball one time with the opportunity to score to tie it. I believe. Uh, I don't remember that, but I could be wrong. Um, I watched the first because I didn't on watch a pit, on that second pick when I got that second interception in the third quarter. That I was thought that's what led to because they were driving and then they made that pick and then they went. I think they went three and out and then they drove down to score. I think. Oh, gosh, that would be even. I so hope that didn't Florida, happen. Florida got three turnovers in that game. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I, the, the game starts 10 minutes in that game. Like you said, like this is, we're clearly working with at a deficit here. Like there's just, there's, it doesn't matter if you had whoever you want coaching that team and whatever philosophy they have being a head coach, it doesn't really matter when you've got a, a big, talent discrepancy there and i and i'm not saying florida's not talented it's just georgia's 
Their, D, their D line was. And, and our and our offensive line is good. That's the thing. They, we have an all American on our offensive line. They're not giving up a sack all year. Part of that is because it's it's literally almost impossible to bring Anthony Richardson down. But he's not giving up a sack all year. Our offensive line is not bad. Um, but Georgia was putting him under pressure easily. You know, he had his he had some highlight plays and he had some plays that he missed easy passes. There was guys open. I think that's something that he can definitely improve on. He's been kind of below average at that all year, just Richardson just finding open guys. But um the defense, some players on the defense that have gotten a bad rap this season for giving up some some plays here and there actually had a good game. They they forced some turnovers. Now the thing was, if Florida wasn't forcing turnovers defensively, they were getting gashed. So the only real shot we had came from turning it over, which they forced a turnover, so it's credit to them. But it was either turnover or Georgia score. score. There was no punting. There was no. no. And, like, um, you know what was weird? Florida punted three times in the past three games, and then they punted, like, four times in the first quarter and a half versus Georgia. Well, we just getting, couldn't do anything. They were getting it. sacked early or, you know, like, negative plays, yeah. penalties. Yeah, and you know, I'm trying to think. Okay, what what do I think about Georgia? Like, what do I, what about Georgia? Or what struck me about Georgia in this game? I don't know. I tight ends, tight ends. Yeah, but I knew that. I remember saying here on the first of the season, like the places that Florida is worst in a defense that's not good. The worst places are their ability to cover tight ends. And I was like, guess who has? 55-star tight ends, Georgia. I knew that from the day we played Utah. I was like, well, we can't cover tight end. And I I saw this train coming. They threw to tight ends all day long. Bowers is amazing. That was – I don't care what you say. That was a lucky catch that he went 75 yards oh, on the yeah, touchdown on. And it, he played it – the Bernie played it almost perfectly. Um, You know, the, he – part of me watched Bernie, who's not our greatest, you know, coverage guy – linebacker um play Brock Bowers really well and so I'm thinking well maybe maybe there's a way to to cover them halfway decent I don't know but and they got what 70 yards off that one play it was a kind of a fluke play mm-hmm. I mean Bowers had five for 154 half of that essentially is off of one play and then the other was a was a it was so it I think we were down eight Georgia got the ball, was driving. They were on like the 25 or 30. It was fourth and six. And we jumped off sides. It was fourth and seven. It was more than five yards. So it wouldn't have been a first down based on the offsides. But when we jumped off sides, Bennett knew. Free play. Free play. And he threw to Bowers. And Bowers made a really good play. Um, and that like kinda, the five-yard line, yeah, six-yard yeah, line. Yeah, yeah, So that, that kind of hurt. Um, but yeah, Bowers is is really good. They start throwing to the Washington kid. He's he may be the biggest football player I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. No exaggeration. Like he may be the largest player of the game of football I've ever seen. And he's at tight end. He's at tight end, and he's he runs pretty well for a big guy. But like when you when they they just like throw a screen to him, like here, big guy, run <laughs> over people, and he does. Think of like, and he'll like hurdle. He'll he's like oh, six yeah. eight. Oh. He's just like hurdling people because yeah. they're of course they're going for his knees. Yeah, he's like uh, I don't know. I think of the little giants <laughs> when they give the ball to somebody who's just like bowling over little kids. Yeah, the, that's what Washington feels like. What was the it wasn't the fridge? What was the guy's name? In the, Not Iceback. Iceback was the yeah. girl. It was uh Spike. Yeah, Spike. It was like Spike <laughs> from Little Giants. <laughs> Man, I mean, that, looking at the box score, their their running game. I mean, Georgia had Edward, this Edwards kid, who's not Macintosh, their starter, but this Edward mm-hmm. kid had twelve. So Macintosh had sixteen carries for ninety yards, and then Edwards had twelve carries for one hundred six. Yeah, eight point eight a carry. We can't we can't stop the run. And they both scored two touchdowns. That's so all in all, you know, it, it was it's. It's never a fun thing to get beat by Georgia by over three scores, but you know it is. It is what it is. All I can do is cheer, man. They, I, I still like our coach. I still like the trajectory we're on. Um, clearly, the biggest the biggest difference between Florida and Georgia right now isn't coaching; it's talent gap. Mm-hmm. And I think the best thing about Billy Napier, according to pretty much anyone you ask throughout the country, and of college, you know, in college football, is he's an elite recruiter. So if the gap is in recruiting and we have an elite recruiter, I like our chances to 
you know, shorten the gap or, or make it smaller. So we'll see, you know, I know Florida fans are, we Florida fans go in the season, like, you know, we don't have any expectations, whatever. And then we start losing and they just, I think they forgot that they didn't have any expectations. So <laughs> it's kind of frustrating to see that. That's why I don't try to spend less and less time on Twitter. It's still the SEC and people pay a lot of money for tickets and a lot. Yeah. And they spend Saturdays at, I mean, it's, it just means more talent. Yeah. But I mean, it's what the commercial says. Dude, like, it's just the, the, the criticism is what gets me, man. Yeah. Not to say that coaches always make right decisions, but like, that's why I say all I can do is cheer. I, I, it does me no good to criticize. Like we're just fans, man. And that wasn't a beat down of a game. Like you said, you you they stayed in it. They fought hard in it. I mean, and even the, the final score, it's not a close game. Yeah. But twenty two points in this era of football can happen quickly. And I mean, at know, the end, towards the like end of the third quarter, game before that. yeah, it was a one possession game. And then we just, you know, we needed some things to go our way in order to to to. Uh, yeah. Close the gap. They just we couldn't stop. We did. We just couldn't get a stop after that. Um, I, but it, I, I still think Richardson comes back next year. I'm still anxious to see him next year. They kicked Britton Cox off the team, which was surprising. He was a really good player for us. I, did, I like that was a, it was a big deal. A long line of things that had happened. That yeah, I threw some punches in the Georgia game. Apparently, that's not legal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think there was more to that than just yeah, the one. yeah. From what I read, and then we lost. I think we lost Keon, Keon Zipper for the season with a broke foot. Then he deleted the post or something. But he's a, he's a good. He's the guy that scored the first touchdown in the Tennessee game that Richardson had that BB throw to, and then he just started like running over stiff people. arm and running over people. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this is great. And then it didn't go great for the rest of the game. But at that point, I thought we were doing good. Um, How about Ole Miss eking out another <laughs> eking out another lane? Just we, win. We've got two of my least favorite coaches lost this week. We got Beamer and we've got Jimbo. So yeah, both, both lost. Upset. To, yeah, yeah. So um, well, not upset in the Ole Miss game, but it, they had they had a good shot of winning. Yeah, that. they were winning at halftime. But yeah, I, 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 Ole Miss needed that one. I think you could say, well, Texas A&M needed it more. I don't know. I think Texas A&M season is so bad. Ole Miss had something to salvage. Yeah, Texas A&M uh, yeah. had nothing to salvage. Ole Miss is now eight and one. And yeah, Texas A&M, A&M is, is three, and, three five. and five, one and four in the SEC. God, I mean that's. Whew. And dude, you you want to make yourself feel good about your first year head coach team? Think of Texas A&M. I mean, I'm not here to like dog yeah. on Texas A&M, but like. That's not a great situation. And right they now. should be two and six. I mean that that Arkansas ball off the top of yeah. the post that came back into the well, field. Well that's their one that's, that's their, their one, one SEC, SEC win. win. <laughs> now that's granted, bad. we've only got one two, but <laughs> we're also first year head coach. Yeah. And 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 clearly the consensus of Texas A M was they have elite talent, top five preseason. You know, you know we weren't on anybody's twenty top twenty five yeah. radar and, and then so like and we're still having a better season than them, so or at least an equal season. You so. got to blame it on the Pep Boys. They started this whole thing. Yeah, you start talking bad about Smokey dying, like I don't know, dude. It's all fair game after they that. Of Appalachian State. Yeah, it backfired. <laughs> Let's talk about the Missouri South Carolina though. Like, what happened there? I would have never guessed that. Missouri was going to win that football game. Now, given I didn't watch one second of that one, but but if so, I wouldn't have guessed that they'd won twenty three to ten. But if I told you they won, would you have really been that shocked? No, no, I agree with that. I probably wouldn't have been if it would have been like a one possession game. But I didn't see Missouri whipping up on anybody. But there again, they they played, they played some, with Georgia. They played I mean, close they, with Georgia, they right with Georgia. So. Yeah, they. I I mean, I just think South Carolina's they've won some games they shouldn't have. I mean, and congrats to them for doing that. Yeah. But they, ju- they got they jumped the gun on getting a ranking though. Yeah, that's, that's silly. Not a top 25. That's team. yeah, that's that's silliness. I don't I don't understand that. But I mean that their their wins had come over Kentucky with a backup quarterback. They they did beat Texas A&M, but like what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing this year. Yeah. Appalachian State did that. Yeah. <laughs> So, but yeah, I mean, Missouri Auburn. lost a close one to Auburn, a close one to Georgia, a close one to Florida. They barely beat Vandy. That's not saying much, but but then yeah, I mean, the fact that they beat South Carolina twenty three to ten after only beating Vandy seventeen fourteen, hey, they got two SEC wins. 
what it's uh, the SEC for you. So the last one we haven't talked about was obviously the one that caused a firing this week. We saw kind of coming for a while the, the Auburn. I figured they firing. got they must have their guy now, whoever they're wanting. Yeah. Deion Sanders, baby, prime time. <laughs> Sign him up, please, please do it. As someone who wants Auburn to win, yeah. I want Deion as that head coach. I think it would be really cool. Please, please. Uh, it's like a childhood hero on a on a team that you know we kind of already kind of root for pull for and like have a good relationship with. We're doing, um, we're doing some. So I guess this is, I mean, it can't not be public that they're having they're releasing a uh, or they're building a new football complex. Mm-hmm. So we're doing some tumblers with a uh, rendering a rendering of the football complex on the outsides to give away for they're gonna the football equipment guy is gonna. He's the one that's coordinating it, and they're gonna give them away for the uh, grand opening of their football complex. So, cool. and it looks super cool. But I mean, everybody's getting the new facilities. But anyway, I just say we have a good relationship with them, and they've always been really good to us. So I want them to do well, and I want them to hire my childhood favorite player. Yeah, I, it would be really cool to get him there. Um, but what do you think? I mean, what do you do? You think that's a real possibility right now, or do you think they've kind of got? I think Dion would do it. Yeah, I think based on hearing him talk, I watched the. Uh, you ever watch the Barstool Pro Sports Show that comes on a Sunday mm-hmm. when he's on? Kind of, he's like virtually on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'm not sure he didn't talk about it on there, but I just that's what I'm thinking of. He I he seems like he would be open to those opportunities. He you know he says the things like, "Hey, well, that's a possibility, and we'll you know worry about that when it happens, whatever." I don't know if the big programs, at least the size of Auburn, are quite ready for that yet. Yeah, and it, and how especially at that level, especially at the level That's he's big at, boys. You're gonna have, but it's so much easier for him at that level with his name to walk in there and recruit some dudes and become the best team at that level. Mm-hmm. Now, can he do that in the SEC? Because there's a lot of big names coaching in the SEC right now. I mean, Dion's a huge name. Don't get yes. me wrong, but there's only so many that are going to go to Auburn with Dion. Can the, he pull it like he could? The in staff, the yeah. Area. Can he get the staff? Can yeah. he? Is he? Don't do I think he can recruit Auburn at an elite level? I actually think he can. Dude, he pulled Travis Hunter to Jackson right. State away from Florida State's number one player in the country. Like I definitely think he can recruit Auburn. I think he can, but can it, like, can like what can I said, that one, on field, that one running back makes a huge difference at a level down from, yeah. you know, FBS. So he's got to have 11 dudes, you know what I mean? I know. On, I, on both sides. Well, I said it around the office earlier. I love Dion and I, w- I would like to see him at Auburn. Would I want him to coach my favorite team? <laughs> right, right. That's the question. I, I don't know. I don't want to say no, but. It's easier for me to want him to go to Auburn than yeah. to want him to go to Florida. I agree with that. It kind of feel it almost feels a little gimmicky. It's yeah, exactly. It's almost like in order for me to like just totally buy in to, for him to be a the Florida head coach, yeah. I would have, have to see him at somewhere like UCF. UCF. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like show me UCF. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, oh well, yeah. I guess I get that, but at the same time, the only way to know is to is yeah. to see it happen. I mean, like that's. You could you, know. you could find a diamond in the in a way you could be finding you know some of the best decisions are risky. Yeah, it's a big gamble. Yeah, without without a doubt, it's a big gamble. Yeah, that's why I don't even know where I stand on it. I, I just know that I know where I stand on him wanting to go to Auburn yeah. or wanting him to go to Auburn. Yeah. Now, if you're the the athletic director there, that's where you're the new at, ad, the yeah, new ad. You're in a spot yeah. where yeah, do I take a safe hire. Do I do this? It's going to make a big splash. Cause I mean, at the same, the the thing that I think about there though is like, if you're the AD and you make a hire that doesn't work out at this point in the SEC, there's a good chance you're going too. Yeah. Like so, like, yeah. could it be safe or seem quote unquote safe? Because to me, a safe hire would be well, if I hire this person, it's because they wanted them to, and I'm not going to catch the blame right. if this doesn't go good. Well, right. that doesn't really happen anymore. Like, yeah. if if you hire somebody and they don't perform. 
That's you're your out too, probably. Yeah. So I don't know that there is necessarily all that to say. I don't know there is a safe hire, a safe hire. Yeah. But I do understand that it is a riskier hire to hire someone who's only coached at you know at yeah. a at a not a FBS level. And there again, we can go back to what we discussed last week. How much of this is really the athletic director's decision at this point? Yeah. You know, I mean, is it not the boosters say, we'll give you this much money for this guy, but that's it. You know, a lot of the, a lot of hiring stuff comes down to, it's as simple as like, who are your candidates? Mm-hmm. And I think they had to be confident enough in their candidates to fire Harson. Yeah. So I'm saying, I think they've already got their guy. Yeah. Rule or at least a good that, idea. Matt Rule that was at the Panthers. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the guy that I'm hearing a lot of yeah outside of Dion. Yeah, that wouldn't and Kiffin. I, I think that's a that's a good high, I, I, that's probably your safest hire of all the people except for Kiffin, although I don't know that I, I don't know that that's even a feasible. I just that's just it's, it's just been it, brought his up. name always comes it up. It always comes up, but like I don't know. I don't know. I right cuz he's very capable of leaving in the middle of the night and going wherever he wants. <laughs> that's true. That's probably why his name's brought up. Would he you know, his name was bought up for the Florida job, and I, I and I was like, and I thought he was a, a decent candidate there. So I can't say that he's not, because if I thought Ole Miss to Florida was a, was a big enough jump to justify leaving Ole Miss, then I should also say that Auburn mm-hmm. would be too. Yeah. But when I think at this moment, when I think of Auburn and Ole Miss, I think, eh, would he really want to leave Ole Miss? Yeah, but but you got to look at history. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. I, and then When's the last time Ole Miss won a national championship? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, there's also Hugh Freeze. I think that's off the table because of Liberty just re-signed him. Um, I don't know. I I hope they get somebody good. You know, the the AD. That's the first thing he got hired, and then he fired. What's his face? Carson. I just wasn't a fit, dude. You you saw this coming from the summer whenever we heard of all these little floozies yeah. rumors that was happening like you knew that if if they don't have a extremely good season this could be happening much mm-hmm. less a terrible season but and that may be cuz the guy the guy's not well known when they hired him i mean he's no. not he's not a flash you know he's not a flashy Where did he come hire from? i forget <laughs> exactly i don't know so like is that as an athletic director is that the path you go down and say you know what i'm going to hire Dion because it if nothing else, it's going to put butts in the seats mm-hmm. for that yeah, put first Put my butt year. in the seat. Yeah, don't I people love, want to love, want, want to see that? But is it the boosters that are paying that money want to see that? Dude, yeah. I love Dion. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. I, I, did this I, interview recently. Did y'all see that interview where somebody asked him who the most if Bo Jackson was the most athletic yes, player? Yes, he and he says his cousin, no, my cousin the crackhead, <laughs> was a, a better athlete than Joe because he said he used to always steal and he couldn't catch him, could yeah. never catch him. And he said. But other than my cousin Junebug, yeah, Bo Jackson was the best athlete I've ever yeah. seen. He's like, Bo Jackson was second, second. to yeah. my crackhead cousin <laughs> Junebug. He's a crackhead. He'd steal my stuff and take it and sell it to the other drug dealers. He's like, I just couldn't catch him. Dude, the the urban That's legends weird. of uh, Dion showing up in jeans to Florida State's, uh, yeah. I think it was their pro day, and in jeans and flip-flops. And they were like, hey, you're going to run a 40. He was like, That's news to me. He's like, hey, can I borrow your shoes? And the guy was like, okay. So he borrows his shoes and he runs a four one nine forty. And they're like, okay, All right. this guy may be pretty good at playing football. It's, Dude, it's, and the, that was back in Jerry Curl Dion days. Like I had all of his jerseys. Like that was my number one. Allen Iverson was my favorite athlete, but Dion was my favorite football player. And it wasn't that even was close. well before. Yeah, Allen Iverson. Yeah, 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 it was well before. Dion just has that. Well, he just has that. He's just one of the coolest people. And yes. like, I mean, it's like Justin Timberlake. Say what you want. The dude's just cool. Yeah. Like he, he's he's just smooth and cool. Whatever yeah. he does, and that's why Dion is. It's Dude. like he can't do anything that's not cool. He's prime. Yeah. Prime I mean, time. It, the fact that he played two sports professionally well Dude. is one of like what three people to do that. And we're probably born in the same day, and the people yeah. got pissed at him for it. Dude, <laughs> I used to remember people used to because I was. You know, I loved him, so I wore his jerseys everywhere. 
And like there was this genre of grown men that just hated him. Yeah. They were like, he's too flashy, he has a rap album. I can still say every word <laughs> to uh Must Be the Money. That was like his main song on that on that album. Me and Derek used to listen to it all the time. I mean, like that but the people like he he was polarizing. Yeah. And he and he wasn't even really like polarizing like a today figure would be, like politically. He wasn't. He was just like flashy and some people are like oh flashy equals bad we hate you and it's he's it's not it's not ever going to go away that's why i almost think that it's it's not really that scary of a hire because i mean you you got a dude that everybody i mean a majority we should say yeah 90 of auburn fans i feel like or at least if it was tennessee fan base we're in the same spot if they gave us a shot of getting dion i think everybody around here be like please do it yeah. Please give, give it a try. At least. Yeah. Please. Yeah, yeah. Even if I was, if I'm a Florida fan and they hired him last year, as soon as they hired him, the hesitancy would be like, it, the, it's kind of gone. Now they hired him. So, like, dude, Deion Sanders is our head coach. Yeah. Screw everything else that you may feel. Like, Deion's our head coach. And I still don't know how good of a coach he really is. That's the thing. That's I, don't I, know. I know. That's pretty important, though. Yeah. I know um, I'm a recruit. All right. This coming week, obviously, we're going to get into, uh, the main game. Let's do. Let's let's save that for a second because we'll spend a little bit more time on that. Real quick on last week, did y'all happen to watch any of the uh, the Ohio Penn State? State, Ohio State? State. I watched all almost all of that game, which is the first time I've really watched Ohio State this week. Yeah. I mean, this year, I watched the whole game. And Three quarters was lack of days ago. I mean, it? it was yeah. I mean, I didn't think much of Penn State going into this game, and maybe there, maybe I just wasn't giving them much credit. I don't know. I I don't know if if Ohio State just didn't play very well, or I mean, but. They were not, you know, Penn State was, for the majority of the game, was was the better team for yeah. three quarters of the game, you know. But their their sheesh, their defense or Ohio State's defense ended up, you know, putting the game away for them. They're so. projected to be three tonight. I'm just looking at the playoff projector thing that they're going to release tonight. Mm-hmm. It's fair. Yeah, I think that's, not that it matters. Yeah, it doesn't. But matter. they're not on the same level as. I don't think they're on the same level as Georgia or Tennessee. Or Alabama. Or Alabama. Alabama, the problem is, though, like, no, I I agree with that, but, like, you can't break Alabama ahead of them, I don't think. No, you can't. No, but I'm just saying, put them on the field. Yeah, Yeah, Alabama would be favored by seven seven points, maybe. Somewhere five to seven points. I may change my tune after this week, but right now if I said we got to play one of the – Three teams: Ohio State, Georgia, Alabama. I think the last one I want to play again right now is Alabama. Now, like I said, it may change my tune, but Alabama just seems to. I think it's Bryce Young that it scares me to death because I know what kind of plays he can just pull mm-hmm. out of. Well, my head to your time. point earlier, though, like or somebody said this. Um, I don't know. Georgia is weird. Yes, I agree that like you, if your guns, you got to match the. You're going against if if you're playing Tennessee, you're going against Hinton Hooker, playing better than anybody in the country. You need to also bring an elite quarterback mm-hmm. to that gunfight, right? right? Part of me does think that, like, hey, I want to, I want Bryce Young there because it, I kind of think Bryce Young's really, really good. Mm-hmm. Stetson is not on Bryce Young's level, but Georgia is the weirdest team ever to have a quarterback like to to be so good without, you know, what I'm saying like, yeah. The, 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 uh, Stetson did not have an elite game. I mean, he may have had an average game versus Florida, kind of. Yeah. Like, that team can be good without him, and it's weird. It's weird that they can... Like, he's like the old-school Alabama quarterback before they started yeah. winning Heisman. It's like they just He's a little more games. agile, like can yeah. kind of move around a little better. But, yeah, I think they're just good, man, yeah. without him having to be good. So part of me is like, I'd feel better if I was playing Tennessee with a guy like Bryce Young, but then again, Georgia's proven that yeah. they don't necessarily need it right. in a weird way. I don't know. And then don't don't get me wrong. We've said on here before, Stetson's played – he's gone through phases where he's played really, really yeah, good. Yeah, that's true. Um, he's not in that phase right now, but he's not playing bad. I mean, he's just not – you know, he's not on the same level as those other two guys. Yeah, those other two guys are Heisman candidates too. So that's not to say yeah. too much bad. Yeah, and we have we've given him credit this year. I know I've come in here and said, "How does he keep doing what he's yeah. doing? He doesn't look the part, you know." But I don't know. I all right. So this weekend we got Kentucky, Missouri, Nooner. 
Florida, Texas A&M, Nooner, uh, Nooner, I want, like, this is the phase of Florida's schedule. I'll be I'll be quick with this and so we can get to the Tennessee Georgia game. But this is the phase of Florida's schedule. Where, like, I'm actually more interested in this phase of their schedule than technically outside of the Kentucky game. We've not lost a game we shouldn't have lost. Um, LSU, I didn't think so at the time, but I think LSU's turned out to be a better team than us. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I was just going to say a, a better team than I just think than what, what everyone we expected. Thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I, I don't. I don't look at that as like a, a real damaging loss to. And the game was close. Yeah, it was close. So I, what I'm saying is, we we won a game we weren't supposed to. We lost a couple we were supposed to lose. Can you now, win the games you're supposed to win? Now when Texas A&M, which God, oh, I want to beat Texas A&M so bad. I want to beat South Carolina so bad, and I want to beat Florida State so bad. Those are the ga- and we have a really good shot to beat all of them. Um, and there's, a, and, and that's, that's, I'm more interested in this part of the season. Then you could finish seven and four. I mean, that's a good, if, yeah, if that's, that's the one case, game away from eight and four and we could have for a brand new head coach. And that just helps. And these are the games that they're going to be bringing. These are the games they're going to be bringing a lot of their recruits to, yeah. you know, like not that they hadn't been at the other games, but I'm saying like, this is where you want to see. These are the teams we can beat. Can you know, can we seven execute and, seven and four first year head coach? Ball bounces a couple different ways. Maybe we were eight and four, or whatever, uh, or maybe we get another win somewhere. We would have had another win somewhere, but we also have a win over a top ten ranked team to start the season. I don't know where Utah is going to finish, but apparently the the new thing to do is to grade your performance on where the team was ranked at the time. So we'll do that when it benefits Florida. Um, <laughs> I just want them to beat Texas A&M bad. I feel like it's a, a kind of a mirror image of Tennessee last season with yeah, their first yeah. year head coach and finishing the season strong, winning, you know, winning games that they had, you know, the ability to win or kind of felt like you maybe should should win or at least could win. Yeah, winning those games to finish the season, ending strong, going into a bowl game, getting a win there, like just momentum, and then bringing back a ton mm-hmm. from this year. Like depending on certain decisions like i'm guessing our all-american torrents um uh offensive lineman will go to the will go to the league but other than that like we just don't lose all that much man especially on offense um yeah so anyway th- yeah, to your point it's, it's good. a really intriguing game though yeah florida and m it is where's it's it at a, it's at a and m but it's at noon so you know yeah we'll see i really want to win that game uh, I think last time I checked, it was really close. Uh, it was really close spread. I don't know. Uh, I think it was like maybe Texas A&M's favorite by like two, maybe. Um, Georgia, Tennessee. Well, let's come back to that one. Liberty at Arkansas. That's in- that's actually that's, interesting because yeah, Liberty's is. ranked twenty three. Um, this is a big weekend. This is a really big weekend because you know Alabama and LSU, which LSU's ranked fifteen. That's kind of gotten pushed aside. You know, like I just now realized that's this weekend. Yeah. Because you've got one versus two. Mm-hmm. Auburn at Mississippi State. Mississippi State. That could, uh, could be could interesting. Could be interesting game. Game. I mean, no one's going to watch it because it's on the same time as Alabama and LSU. Then you got South Carolina Vandy. Ew. So, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Um, Alabama and LSU, I fully expect Alabama to win by 10 to more points, I think. I think it'll be a double digit game. Yeah. I think Alabama has to start. Looking at like blowing some people. Yeah, out yeah, yeah. Too. They got to they got to put some makeup on. Yeah, yeah. But I think they will. Mm-hmm. I, I think they will. Um, it's at LSU. It is at LSU, and it is a and night, it's game. night game. Game. Yeah. So but they did not get knows. the. I mean, that's that's yeah. just not something that's going to catch them off guard. You know. The, I think the one thing it'll that'll make could make that game interesting is if uh, LSU's defense is athletic. If they can, if they can actually get the pressure. To bring Bryce Young down, the I, uh, Tennessee got pressure, but never could get to him. Yeah. You know, if they can get pressure and actually bring him down, you know, and slow slow the game down a little bit. I mean, a lot a lot will hinge on on LSU's quarterback play because he's been kind of hit and miss. Mm-hmm. But if he can have a good game and their defense steps up, it could be interesting. But I yeah. I, I agree. I think that I think that Alabama's pro- is probably favored by double digits and deservedly so. Yeah. All right. Tennessee, Georgia. You know, it was weird. The spread started like at a comical like twelve amount. Yeah, like over Double eleven. Digits, yeah, eleven. I was 11 like, and a half, dude, what? What is like? What am I missing here? Tennessee's look dang near 
you know, perfect last couple and, games. And and look better defensively in their last game than they've looked. Yeah, they look there they actually look like cuz you know, when we talk about Tennessee, there's I think it's important that we realize at least that they're playing they're starting to play better than they were at the first of the season. If this team played if this team right now, what I mean is, if this team right now played Pittsburgh, they would run Pittsburgh out of the stadium. Mm-hmm. And they almost lost to Pittsburgh. So like yeah, you can. I don't think. I think they're getting better, and so I think it's important that we think of Tennessee in that context. Yeah. Ten and a half, twelve point spread, dude. What are you thinking? What is it still up? In it's like, oh, it's eight and a half. Yeah, yeah. Eight and a half is that's understandable. More understandable, yeah. But I still think it's. I almost think that game would be a pick'em. I mean, it's, we just beat Alabama. I think it goes back to a little bit of what you were talking about earlier. Like, I, I don't think it's just Tennessee fans that have that scar yeah. tissue. I think it's like going to have to prove it. National mm-hmm. championships, yeah. national champions at home versus a predominantly, you know, less yeah. than stellar program over the past couple of years. Like right. that, that they probably said, "Don't overcomplicate it." Yeah. It's the national champions at home against you're the gonna team have to that show gonna, me. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna have to show me before I go giving you a. Yeah. You know, two or three point point spread, but I also I do see your point for sure. Like it, I think eight and a half is too high. I could see a little smaller now. So, what do you think happens? Or do you think the balls by fifty? <laughs> I want, I want, I'm searching for the best meme that's like, you know, oh man, one was like, oh, I forget what it was. I don't even know if I can say it on here. <laughs> Something about Conway Twitty. Yeah, Con- <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Be, be careful. Yeah, but, um, man, it was funny. What do you think? I saw people that wore jackets to the game, the, the Kentucky game. It said, here, first one said, here, kitty, kitty. And then the next one's jacket said something, and then Conway yeah. Twitty. And then the third one said, it balls. don't matter, balls by fitty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the only thing it. Twitter's good for anymore. Show me the memes. Yeah. And that's um, it. As far as prediction for the game, I think it's going to be close. Uh I, you know, I think that Georgia's defense is the best defense that we're going to have faced. Um, it's the toughest environment, too. Yeah, for sure. The the it's going to be the. But I tell you what, Tennessee's fans are buying up ticket as many tickets as they can. I'm like, there's going to be a good Tennessee presence at this game. We got a guy going. Um, Just one guy, but yeah, but with friends, he's loud. Yeah, I I think there'll be a good Tennessee presence at this. Whoops, sorry, at this game, and uh, yeah, I think. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Vols by four. I'm gonna say in a close one. I, I, I you know, where we're where we have a touch. You know, we have a four point lead. They gotta, they gotta try to go for a touchdown on the last drive and can't convert. I'm gonna say score wise, I think we put somewhere in the upper thirties. If you score say, thirty, you win because the stats that on well, I'm, I'm just. I saw a stat today. It was like any time Kirby's defense gives up 30 points, they're 1 and 9. 35 31. That's what I'm calling. They'll be 1 and 10. Um, hmm. uh, I think I, I, I really think Tennessee's going to beat them by like 14 points. <laughs> oh, man. I really do. There's like something in my mind just seeing the teams all year long. Now, I, I may just eat those words. Didn't you just say Saturday. you were surprised every week? Now you're sitting here saying they're going to beat the national <laughs> champions by 14 this at is, home? This is what I'm saying, though. There's no but scar tissue left. I thought that this – it's not. It's the fans. It is the fans because this team has no lack of confidence. It's not it, – like when you hear them talk, when you hear – Apple talk, it, they don't get rattled by this. I really think that they're this team's just doesn't have that scar tissue, and I think they're that good and they're that confident. Yeah, the team's not been bad for fifteen years. I think they just or I the just guys don't think they get rattled. I, I, and they've shocked me over and over and over, and I'm tired of being shocked. I'm just going to call it. <laughs> you know, part I I I go back and forth in like my argument, like especially like I liken it almost to the Patriots in that you know even if they're playing a team that. I mean, Patriots of a couple of years ago, not not this year's. That yeah. that's having a better season. You're like, yeah, show me that they can beat the Patriots before I bet on them to right. beat Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. But at the same time, like, I just think there's a way that you can look at this season. This season, like, what's happening these with this group of players in this season? A lot of times in the NFL, the same 
this, those same guys have played each other a lot. These guys have never real. These two teams have never played each other. These two right. staffs really haven't, besides one one time last year. Um, this season, I do feel I can flip that argument around and say you're going you're going to tell me Tennessee's going to score less than twenty eight twenty four points, like less than that. You're going to have to show me. I'm going to bank on them scoring more than 30 points. And what we've seen, especially, I, I go back, I know I'm not a big stat guy, but the stats say that, Dad Gum, was someone beating oh. down the walls in there? <laughs> I think he thinks Tennessee's going to win. I think, I, I'd rather, I think Tennessee is going to score enough uh, over 30. And if I think they're going to score over 30, then I think, you know, I think they're going to win. Georgia scored one 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 game when they've let over thirty points. That's why, I, like, if I I'm, I don't think I'm crazy to think Tennessee's going to score somewhere around forty, which I was thinking forty four ish, and I think I think that Georgia's going to score about thirty. So that's yeah. where I come up with a twelve to fourteen, and I think Tennessee's going to beat them. Ah, uh, my prediction is a little closer than that. I think it's thirty one twenty eight. I don't know what that was. I don't know. I mean, the roof may come down here in a minute, but listen. Goalpost, goalpost are falling yeah. to the ground. Thirty-one twenty-eight. I'm. That's what I'm kind of going with. I now, now, if you come out and said Georgia's going to win by a touchdown, I can't. You know, yeah. I'm not going to be. My jaw's not going to hit the floor. But hey, hey I'm not going to be surprised if Georgia beats us by fourteen. My predictions have been wrong for a long time. That's why I don't gamble on. Uh, bet MGM or any of those other ones because I I don't make the greatest calls but I just the, the eye test alone from the teams I've watched this year I feel like Tennessee's going to score more points and I think I think it is at least a two possession ten to fourteen in there. Um, it's gonna be interesting. I think uh, Georgia without no uh, Nolan Smith mm-hmm. is a big deal. I mean he's out for the yeah. season now. You're welcome. He towards, quarterback of the defense right there. Peck versus Florida. So, hey, it was bench clearing brawls, but it was that worked. It may have been because one of our guys punched him. But. Yeah, well, there you go. Cole, Cole, asking you shall receive. Said, just need to take some of their guys out of the game for for us. Yeah, I think they they're missing two, from what I understand, off their uh, starters. So, good job, Tyler. I think what I think what George is going to try to do is if. They do. I'll give Georgia this, and we'll wrap up with this. But I'll give them. They don't overcomplicate the Brock Bowers thing. They're like, he's pretty unstoppable. Let's get him the ball all the time, and they do, they they try to go after. I mean, they try to get him the ball a lot. And I think I'm not I'm not up to speed enough about how Tennessee's able to how, how they've done with tight ends against tight ends throughout the season. But we'll see. It seemed like a lot in that Florida game, but when you look at it, he actually, yeah. outside of the one fluke big yeah. play, he had four catches for 80 yards. Yeah. That's not It like, just felt like we could... Whenever they needed anything, they went him. to him. Yeah. And it wasn't even just him. It was kind of like the Washington thing who didn't... He didn't have... He only know, had three catches. He, yeah, he didn't have great stats either. It's just... And, and my memories are just flashing back to the first half a lot. Um, when in reality they did a lot of damage on the ground as well. Listen, they just did a lot of damage, so <laughs> pretty much everywhere. So. Anyway, all right. Um, yeah, I don't have. I remembered something this week. I was like, I need to mention that on a podcast, but I don't remember what it was. But. I don't think we covered most of everything that's hot this week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, firing. Uh, two eight no teams playing. LSU and Alabama, Alabama and that's not so even it's a, it's a, definitely an interest. This one of our best weeks to watch, obviously outside of the one and two. Yeah, that, I think there's a lot of good matchups. Mm-hmm. And the Florida A and M game has yeah. meaning for all the. All I will the be a little dejected if we lose this one. Usually, um, at this point in the season, I'm just like, you know, I'm watching Saturday. I'm I I really I felt numb. I was like, well, we were not supposed to win. We're getting our brains beat in. But if we lose, I I'll, I won't be numb against Texas A&M. I want us to win that one. And I want us to win Florida State, and I want us to win South Carolina. So, Is there any I'll, other big uh Outside matchups? of SEC games? Yeah, I don't see anything top 25 other than SEC matchups. Clemson-Notre Dame. Is college game day in Georgia? 
Or in Athens. Is that Athens? Yeah. Where's Tennessee playing? Yeah, that's where they're at. (laughs) (laughs) No, there. Yeah, they are there. All right. (laughs) I still his comment earlier. Yeah, we don't have to worry about they'll be back in a couple weeks. (laughs) Game day's always here. (laughs) Hadn't been here since twenty sixteen, but over and under sixty five and a half. For Tennessee, Georgia? Uh huh. That's about right. I mean, I mean, that's given. It's good. That's pretty close on my prediction there. Yeah. 35-31. Yeah. That's 66 points. I'm way up there. All right. Well, uh, let me do that thing where I ask everybody to subscribe and hit the like, hit the like button, button. Like hit button. the like, subscribe, all that stuff. Um, we appreciate it. Holler at us in an email if you need to. Um yeah, I can't think of anything else. We will see everyone next week. Thanks for listening.